Good afternoon, people. Tremendous. How are you? What is going on? Is it the evening when you are getting a beer? Is it the afternoon when you're having your BLAT? Are you drinking a coffee in the morning? Regardless, gather around. Enjoy the sultry tones of my voice in the heat of the fireplace. It's the Tremendous Podcast, Tommy Hiatus Edition, with your host, Elliot Rovetti. Broadcasting out of the lab in the afternoon uh, on a Saturday, uh, straight out of Kensington and straight into your ears. Um, guys, did you enjoy Shane Hunter last week? It's pretty fucking awesome, isn't it? I know you enjoyed him because of the responses that we got for him. Um, I wish that we could get the same responses from our like, review, and subscribe. Guys, tell your friends about us and then tell them twice. Um, and then we'd like you to so, so just just review. Give us a, so the like. I mean, like, what is it? A star? Or like, what is it? A rating? You know, they give you like a star rating. Give us a star rating of five, obviously. And then a little review would be awesome. Some sort of written review is amazing always. But uh, anyway, forget, forget all that. I just want to check in with you. This is the check-in at the top. Um, I'm glad that you enjoyed Shane Hunter last week on he, going on his... Uh, philosophical rants. I love that guy. He's, um, he's one of my favorite people in the comedy scene and is also one of the most supportive, um, one of the people that sort of teaches you to pass it on to the next generation of comedians and, uh, God bless him. Person tremendous, brother tremendous. Um, and this week, this week we have something very special for you. We have one of my best friends in the comedy scene, one of the funniest people that I've ever had the pleasure of sharing the stage with Liverpool born Sydney based comedian, Kyle Legacy. Uh, Kyle Legacy is a gem. He's a fucking, he's a unit of a, of a comedian and I, uh, I adore him and I know that you people are going to love this podcast. There, uh, I, I actually have not laughed more during the editing process of a podcast than editing the Kyle Legacy episode. So I'm excited for you to be introduced to Mr. Legacy and then also devour everything else that he puts out there for uh, the people tremendous. Um, his, uh, his podcast is the I Want to Meet LeBron James podcast. Uh, famously, I was the first to smoke a joint on the podcast, lit it up on the podcast. It's, uh, t- Kyle calls himself a stoner, and I walked in there and stoned everyone in there. Um, it was good fun. Check out the I Want to Meet LeBron James podcast. It's fucking hilarious. The whole podcast is just, it's, it's him coming up with, and he has guests coming up with concepts of uh, how he can meet LeBron James. And he also just, it's, it, it sounds like a basketball podcast, but basketball is just the backdrop for him to talk about whatever shit is going on in his life. And also, frankly, whatever movie he watched the night before and stuff. Uh, it's good. It's great. And if you, if you, uh, if you love Carl Legacy and the, um, the bristly tones of the Scouser, then, uh, then, then download the I Want to Meet LeBron James podcast. I've said I've talked about that too much, but um, I can't wait for you to enjoy this podcast. Uh, this is just a quick little check-in. I'm going to let you know. Um, you've got some other guests, some other special stuff coming this week uh, and also uh, in the next couple of weeks. The Tremendous Podcast is taking a step up, so to say. We're, 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 we're upgrading, leveling up in the podcast world. People are taking us a little bit more seriously. We've gone from mom and pop shop to just convenience store chain um so we've just gone up in the game with the convenience store chain uh there's there's some special stuff going on very excited to announce i can't say too much um guys i haven't really mentioned too much i just wanted to check in and and actually make myself a little bit accountable here um i didn't i didn't talk about it at all i haven't really talked about it but i injured my shoulder um pretty pretty badly when i was in melbourne for people that listen to the podcast when i was uh in melbourne competing in the deadly funny comedy competition uh i was over there on a two-day sort of trip uh, was it two days yeah like three, two or three days 
And on the first day, I um, I got really drunk and I, I injured my shoulder on on the way to a gig. Just walking between gigs, I had a couple of them, uh, or between or on the way home. I don't remember. I do remember falling over, but it wasn't a definitive moment where I was like, I've hurt my shoulder. I fell over walking in the street and I, and I felt like an idiot and I just lied there for an extra second. This is at nighttime. I just lied there for an extra a second or two and then just stood up and was like, dummy, kept going. But I, it wasn't like I hurt my shoulder then. I woke up in the morning and it was like I'd been hit by a truck. Could not lift my shoulder above my head, but I had the televised uh, the had televised performance that night and I needed, I just got the adrenaline together and got it ready, got it fine and thought to myself, this is sort of like a football injury. I'll have a couple of shitty nights sleep and it's going to be fine. So it gets to three weeks later, I'm back in Sydney and everything, obviously, and um, back in Sydney and, and I'm the shoulder is still not getting better. It's 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 got like a bruising down my chest, down my pectoral muscle, on my shoulder from like uh, from inside, and um, and I'm, I finally have to go to the doctor. It's such a fucking male thing. I didn't go to the doctor with all the shit. I go to the doctor and the doctor says, "Yeah, you see this uh, this on this X-ray, you see this space." between your uh, AC joint and your clavicle, that shouldn't be there. Uh, we, need to, we need to wire that together with surgery. And I was like, fuck, because I have this, I haven't touched wood, I, I, I don't have to get surgery again, and I haven't had to have surgery up until now, but I'm, I have this fear of getting cut open because they say, I don't know, it's just stupid, maybe a fallacy or something, but they say that once, you, once oxygen touches your tendons and muscles, they're never the same again. And uh, I'm just terrified of actually having to do that and, and just being having a compromised shoulder for my whole life but i suppose that's what it is now and i, I the doctor's not going to tell you about any other alternative sort of thing um so i'm just i'm just kind of i'm worried and i'm frankly a little bit depressed a little bit uh just a little bit of uh depression because it's i feel like it's it's even things that are procrastinated that i want to do with my life with that are physical you know things that i've been wanting to do and even putting them off at least i could say i could do them if i put the time to it now i've got this roadblock and it's really um <clears throat> It's really kind of fucked with me. It's really disappointed me. And uh, anyway, um, I, I, what, I, what I'm hoping is that if there's anyone out there with uh, any kind of injuries, any kind of surgeries that they've overcome, um, and even even had bad experiences and, and, and wish that they hadn't done um, certain things, let me know. Let me feel like I'm not so alone in this shoulder injury world of mine. But uh, I'll leave it there. I'm so sorry for, uh, for housing you. But I also want to keep myself accountable in terms of making sure that I get my recovery right. So I'm letting you people know. And uh, check in with me. Ask me how my shoulder's doing. Um, make sure that I'm doing all the right things. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's a family here. A family tremendous. You know what I mean? Let's all unite. Uh, guys, uh, this week, I'm very excited for you to, uh, to, to check out our, our guest. Last week, I'm so glad that you got to meet Shane Hunter. He will be back on the show soon enough. And... Um, yeah, that's it. Enjoy this show. Enjoy your week. I love you. And, uh, oi, hug your mums and dads. That's what I would tell you. Hug your mums and dads. Enjoy the tremendous podcast. That's a full day. That's a hell of a day. Men.
this time and coming through your ears we have baby beef australian artist baby beef there's three of them and that is three times the beef just relax just relax is coming through your ears 2018 baby beef but forget all of that forget everything i just said it doesn't matter it's tremendous time look down at your watch every letter spells out tremendous tremendous is a 10 letter word elliot what are the other two letters ej because right today tom is gone um, today we have sydney comedian based uh liverpool born Kyle Legacy. Fa 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 fa. I'm trying to come with that radio energy. I love that one. We're here with Big Boy. We got about to do five things at death. Yeah, Dougie. that was incredible. Yeah, did you? Uh, come for in? the listeners back home, that was his tenth take. But I feel like he nailed it energy wise. Nah, he got it once. Jesus. Oh my god. That was crazy. We were just sitting in silence, and then, and then the ghost of Steve. What's his name? Stephen Howard. No. What's that guy? The know. famous <laughs> radio guy. Oh, How, Howard Stan. Oh, Howard Stan. Howard Stan creeped inside. <laughs> yeah, so good. It was oh like a, 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 a radio host that hasn't died yet. His ghost showed up. That was so good. <laughs> good morning, Vietnam. Oh. <laughs> That's right. We like to start your morning. Buenos dias. Buenos tardes. Buenos noches. Uh, whatever you're doing, if it's the morning, if it's the afternoon, if it is the evening. How are you doing? Tonight, what we're going to do, we're going to start this little tradition where, uh, guys, whatever you're holding, if it, unless it's water, we're going we're gonna to clink. So in three, two, we clink with the people tremendous. And if you missed it, we're going to go in again in three, two, beautiful. There you go. How nice. How are we doing? It's Thank uh, you. Broadcasting I'm live. I'm sorry over. to all the African listeners for throwing in the water comment in your face. I apologize. <laughs> If you do have water, please drink it because I know it's a scarcity there. So don't listen to EJ. Drink should, it, please. You should probably pour it out for your dead homies. Is what you should do. <laughs> That's what I do. We do that on the podcast all the time. Every time we mention someone that died, we just pour a little drink out for the homies on the car. I like that. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do I know that's died recently? Oh, don't make me pour something uh, out of my cup. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, me on stage. Does that count or <laughs> no, on Wednesday? No, no. Uh, we got to take a solo on this one. Guys, um, I'm very excited. Look, this is the only person that I will ever admit this to uh probably other than my father but uh young kyle legacy is my uh is my sifu my my sensei and i am his uh protege in comedy um protege with that little that little little comment on top of the e yeah not, very not, fancy a little protege no this isn't the kind of podcast where you're going to learn what that little fancy thing above the e is it ain't, but it's you, gay but it's we'll gay it. grammar's gay <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, so look, we've just been uh, we've just been shooting the shit. Kyle, I mentioned that you had uh, last night. You had your team win. You had your team win uh, the the Lakers. I did. I have to. I will humbly apologize because I was meant to do this podcast yesterday. Yeah. Um, even though you hit me up with an hour's notice, and somehow me saying no was my fault. <laughs> no, but either no, way, no. that's even it. But anyway, we're not going to get into that. I wasn't even worried about that. It was, it, was just, it was just that when I said, "Are you sure you don't want to?" You were like, "I oh, don't pressure the don't pressure the king," and I was like, "Don't call yourself the king." <laughs> <laughs> it was two p.m. I'd had five Baileys. Yeah. I was ready to fight somebody. No, <laughs> you're the man. I don't. Um, I, I don't. No, know. it was the Lakers game. It was game three. If you're the NBA fans. Mm, mm. But, um, out, out, out there um, spoiler alert the Lakers won but you should have watched it by now anyway mm. um, and we were day drinking with the lads no at noon it was like me fucking Frenchie uh, who else was there Eden Lattimore Artie Gallagher came for the bit one of the comics Kieran Lyons came Fuck. Um, I and then come. Ronan and a few of my boys and that was there as well which yeah, was, I missed out which was sound yeah it was good yeah Kieran invited me to a cocktail party at his place with a paid bartender 
Like, oh, I went to that, yeah. Did you? Oh. Well, I, I was hosting Happy Endings, so I missed the bartender. Yes. But he was telling me last night that he... You were Happy Endings with me then? We were yeah, yeah, we, we, we were there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was... And then, no, was, we didn't, no, because we was, ended up going to someone that you know. Remember your party yes, in the back, your boy from... Um, precisely. What's his name? He always wears the Nick, suits of boxing. Nick, yeah. Uh, White Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> White Mike. White Mike Tyson. For sure. So we went there, and then afterwards I went there, but... But there'd been a bunch of noise complaints there, but it was fucked, so mm. I just smoked it and then, and then um, went home. But it was Sam, but Keenan was telling me last night that it, the, the guy was meant to go to another party afterwards, and mm. Keenan was like, how much did he pay in you? And he was like, $80, and Keenan was like, I'll double it if you stay here. Oh! Which was a baller move, you know what I mean, by a 17-year-old. But uh, still a baller move, nonetheless. <laughs> He's and, a uh, bad and then he's, I love that exactly, yeah. Um, so, oh, so that was cool. Yeah, no, no, no. I uh, I missed out on that party, but I'm I'm gonna hit him up again and be like, hey man, if you ever got any uh, cocktail parties again, mm. invite your boy. I'm gonna show up with a tuxedo. I'll show oh, up for sure. And some and a, and a bitch on either arm. Tuxedo t-shirt or tuxedo tuxedo. <laughs> Whatever's funnier. Whatever's for. Like would you a tuxedo? A full tuxedo is always funny. I feel <laughs> like for other sure. people are wearing tuxedos, and then the girls are wearing like me. they got those big f- like flower fans, you know, those old school like flamingo and style. And then stuff. I'll have my girlfriend come in and knock them out both. And then, oh, for sure. And then I'll be on her arm. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> She'll make me wear. Then like you a, lift it all up, yeah. Like a furry, a furry. Uh, but she makes me wear like Little a feathered boa, a squirrel uh, scarf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh fuck. Okay, cool. Look, so um, you know how I, there's a uh, I mentioned like I did like a little sign on at the top of this podcast just to check in with the people, do like a little how you doing, and uh, I mentioned that uh, Bondi Cleaning Co, the company that I run, hired its first apprentice and um, had their first apprentice have their first shift for the company, our first employee, and it was Wiley J. Sydney. Wiley J. Adler the first. <laughs> Wiley J. Adler, Adler the first. first. For Sydney tax reasons, say his full name. <laughs> they finally going to track him down from Syria. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say <laughs> for refugee reasons. He's got. He's got a. They, he's got a fight for the army. Yeah, there. he's the first. There's 57 of them, um, but he's the fir- he was the first one. They brought out the container, so they just. <laughs> Label them that way, but really, he's out there cleaning, is he? He's out there cleaning, and he was cleaning for a um. Okay, you're gonna love this. So, is it, uh, all the people you have, uh, apply stoners as well? <laughs> is there some? Is there is there a method between that? I don't like, think any of us. Would, I don't cleaning? think any of us would pass a, pass a test. You know okay, I mean? because know. I feel like most stoners are not really clean people anyway. Well, you just listen to a podcast and zone out. You just zone uh, out and uh, you just get it true. done, and you yeah, just like yeah, yeah. and and stoners are usually nice people, and so you just want someone that you don't feel like is going to steal from you. Or How hefty is the clean? Is it is it is it just hoovering with a bit of mopping, or is it proper our hands and knees scrubbing and shit? It's it's a bit of scrubbing and stuff like that, but like honestly, we don't um we don't we don't deal with any clients that not, like push you. Like we, if we get you get paid for a minimum of two dollars, like two hours. And uh, if you get the job done in an hour, like everything that you that we've uh, set out for you to do, yeah, you yeah. leave. That you well, get, and check, you get paid. It's just a checklist, isn't it? Yeah. But paying, some clients, bathrooms, but some room, clients will try and be like, "Well, you've got extra time. Let me get you to clear out the gutters on the roof or something like that." We don't ever deal with it. Like if you, we just tell them to fuck off. Like yeah, all, yeah, all of our yeah. clients are heaps cool, except this one is an NDIS patient, which is like, um, it's like someone that needs help with uh, medical issues, like, and they they need assistance around the house, whether it be for cleaning, gardening, or even. Oh, so they have like a living care. Or 
much on. Exactly. And yeah, so yeah. the government gives them a certain budget. And so we take a loss. We actually take a cut. We don't get paid as much, but it's like you make it up in good good karma points. Yeah, of, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So Wiley's helping us out because she happens to be his neighbor and it happened to work out just to get him some uh, hours. Okay. Oh, it's right next door as well. Precisely. So it's like, oh, whatever. Okay. So I call him. We're getting to the job. I, I call him and I'm like, uh, he doesn't answer the phone, but I know that he's going to be there. He's just around the corner. I'm like, that's fine, you know, whatever. And as I'm unpacking my car, getting all my equipment out, I just hear, hey, gorgeous man. And I just look up and he's, got a pipe in his hand and he's just lighting it up smoking weed right out the front of the client's house on his first day of work. Jesus Christ. Within 10 seconds, My Lord. he lights it up and I go, Wiley, what are you doing? And he looked at me like I was his boss and was like, yeah, yeah. oh, oh, oh. And he goes, I just, I thought that she would smell it on me unless I, so I wanted to smoke it. <laughs> He goes, I wanted to smoke away the evidence. Otherwise, she would smell it on me. You know oh what? Oh, my God. Let me just leave it on <laughs> So we go into this place. We go into this place, and within, like, a couple minutes, she goes, oh, by the way, guys, if you uh, if you want, there's a bong upstairs. Have a bong. And <laughs> so Wiley looks at me, and I'm like, I'm sure he'd love what that. What the fuck? Yeah. Really? She yeah. said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sick. Yeah, so that's, like, the kind of clients that we deal with. Like, it's only cool people. Kind oh, of that's fire. And so I love <laughs> Wiley's evidence. It's like, it's like, well, we can't take these music, these caps into the music festival. I must eat all seven of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, what the fuck are you talking about, Wiley? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you interview him? I would have I would have interviewed him. Even if I was hired to be friends, I would have interviewed him. <laughs> be like, it what? says here you do comedy. That would be Really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me hear some stuff. I've been around we, yeah, we know yeah. each other quite well. I've never yeah. known you to partake yeah. in the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> we, we should actually do a filmed interview. Like it should be a hidden camera. Like, exactly. He know it's oh my lord. I love Wiley as well. It's just he, you gotta uh, shows and he's just asleep there. How would you? <laughs> like, he's just asleep there before his set. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why did you come? Just sleep at home, <laughs> bro. He runs. Uh, he runs Sweeney's Comedy. Shout out to Sweeney's Comedy. I love that room. Um, but um, Fifty Cent Wings. Fifty Cent Wings. I won't. I won't say anything about the comedy. But Fifty Cent Wings. <laughs> fifty Cent. And you be the judge. Twenty five cent comedy and Fifty Cent Wings. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty five cent. <laughs> Buy a wing. Get 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 an open mic free. <laughs> Get a kind of joke. 25 cents. Bro, this comedy. one time I caught him doing, he's like, he was pissing me off. I was asking him about the, the lineup and he's like, I'm not really sure. And then he just starts doing a handstand <laughs> against the wall. And he's like, oh what God. do you mean? I'm stretching. I'm doing my exercise. And I'm like, you're directing energy and attention to yourself in a negative way. Oh <laughs> and then my you're God. pissed and you're not answering. He, he, just, he, he does he, stuff like that. He, he came to mind once we were doing this photo shoot. It was like for my show, like, a, I can't remember what it was, High Times with Car Legacy or something. And I used to have this sidekick, Big Daddy Bong Lord. <laughs> And he'd wear one of those bong, bong masks with the He used to on. tell me about this. Yeah, yeah. So I would get him to do some stuff for him and mess around. Oh, and and, and it'd be this. funny because he's, he's ripped as fuck. He's ripped he's as fuck. He's like diesel, though. And, like, and he's, like, and he's, wear, fucking, and he's wearing yeah. a um, one of those, just for you guys know, like, uh, like a bad boy Bobby or like a, like, a, like a Call of Duty sort of gas mask kind of thing. Like one of Oh, those, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like, the, the, like, yeah, like the. Like a bong mask. But with a bong with attached a bong to it on the thing. So you can't see his face. You can just see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's ripped as hell. So we're in there and then he's like, I'm like, he has to be shirtless because I just made them shirtless because it was just funny anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's like, and then I made him shave his his, his chest and stuff, <laughs> which had nothing on to do stage. with the show. We shaved it on on stage, yeah. <laughs> uh, we shaved it on stage. The lady was back when she was with the fucking Shanice, and Shanice was there shaving it back at World Bar back in the day. Funny as hell, but he's we're there doing a photo shoot of ours. 
I, I, I go into the bathroom, and this is after he's done like push ups and all that. He's, <laughs> he's, he's hair drying his abs. I'm like, what are you doing there? And he's like, oh, it makes him look better. I'm like, this is the gayest thing I've ever seen. He's, he's like, his abs. he's like taking an iron phone to the hair drying his abs. Yeah, like literally, like, what the fuck? Like, That's, he's like, I've he's never like, heard like, of that. Shading them in with pencil, trying to get the <laughs> fucking lines going. But I'm like, what? You're already so fucking ripped as well. Like, so shut up. And he, he, so apparently that's a trick if you have if you're ever there if you've got a four pack and you want a six pack and um, grab your mars hair dryer and go to work and, and he's doing that and then we come out we did a shoot and all that stuff it was hilarious and that and like in between the photos he's getting a pump on like doing push-ups that, and stuff like that who is a huge actor um, filming wolverine kind I know, of yeah, exactly. just like got doing dumbbells in the corner before and i was like yo the, the photos from from neck up anyway so this is useful this is useless but what, what are you gonna do so we're like doing the photos like the back-to-back lethal weapon ones all that like nobody knows it's it like that was the whole thing it was yeah. like you don't know who it was like the, the stig from top gun uh, from top gear if you ever seen that the show. stig of course yeah yeah so they, they said it was michael schumacher Sexy at stig. the end uh, but it fucking wasn't it was like the chuck and Horace for race car drivers and and yeah so and, uh, so he's just a funny guy but i remember this we were doing a podcast it was me him my friend dan Terian from england and um and and Saeed in a park in Hyde Park and uh, he didn't have the great setup that you fucking had tonight with the, with the mics and all that oh, he, he had this like like a, a phone uh, like a headphone mic it. that I you talk to multiple and, times and, and he, he duct taped it to a stick remember he duct taped it to a stick it and then when he talked to you you'd put the stick in your face <laughs> and you'd hold the stick but but he, he didn't tape it the mic at the end of a stick like a normal person no. he taped it in the middle of the stick <laughs> so you could hold the stick on both ends like you're about to fucking bite into the worst corner club ever. It a literal like, talking fuck? stick. Yeah, it, it, was, it was literally a talking... Yes. And it was, but you're 100% right. The aggression of him, I never felt comfortable doing these podcasts because he was just sticking a branch in your Exactly. Face. And I was like, yo, bro, I've got hay fever, so chill. And he would be like, he'd be like, yo, he'd be like, the topics were out of control. He'd be like, we'd be talking about the policies of China, which I've got no business. And then the next thing would be like, what's your favorite type of smoothie? This was the order of questions. It was the political upset in in China through the whole LeBron Hong Kong stuff. Then it went to kombucha or smoothies. You're like, what the fuck, lad? I thought the first time I did it, he just lost his actual podcast stick, and I was like, "No, I can, I can adjust for this one podcast." And then the second time I did it, it was the exact oh my same Lord, stick. Yeah. He didn't even put a nice little varnish on and nothing. You, you know what I mean? Like, like he didn't even like wills it down. We're saying it's a stick, but it's actually it's it's a the branch. branch. Yes, outside. it's not like a, yeah. You figure out maybe like a chopstick or something that's nice. No, a branch. <laughs> Dude, his studio is Planet F. <laughs> I, did the pod- I did that podcast with you in Wiley's apartment. You remember? And I was uh, I was supposed to just be me, and then you were coming, and I was fine with that. And I asked Wiley, I was like, "Do you want to be on the podcast?" He goes, "No, no, not at all. I'm just gonna have a shower." And then he ended up just yelling answers to Sayed's questions that he's asking oh, yeah, me yeah, yeah, from yeah, the yeah. shower and yeah, I yeah. was just getting angry and I'm like, I fucking knew this. Wiley's and I was just losing my mind. The only solace there was you kind of thing being there because like I, I, I was just so angry at both Sayed and Wiley <laughs> for their shit, for the way they conduct themselves. And then when you came, we were just roasting them and I was like, this is the only salvage to the oh fucking Oh my God, yeah, that's perfect. Wait, speaking of, uh, speaking of uh, settling mm. issues between, uh, you know, political powerhouses such as China, um, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm going to ask you, at the moment we're having some issues, uh, or I say we, but because as a human race, 
uh, we're all having troubles, but uh, the Israel and the Palestine issue at the moment uh, is, is uh, as I'm sure you know, quite tense. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people dying on both ends. Uh, Kyle, how would you uh, how would you propose to uh, <laughs> fix the uh, the Palestinian Israel um, conflict? Well, I'm glad you brought it up. Mm. Um, <laughs> as a as a well known black comedian that I am, um, well at least identify as such, um, which you can't say. I, I can't. So fuck you. Um, <laughs> shit. Um, I think. I mean. I mean. I'm not gonna. Obviously, everybody knows what they're fighting over. The, the it's it's it comes down to hummus. At the end of the day, <laughs> um, they're just fighting over hummus. Like the, the the Palestinians reckon they got the best hummus. The what are they, the Al Qaeda, the Israelis, Israelis that would have gone by now. Uh, the Israelis, they reckon they got the big hummus, the best hummus. So I reckon we literally just gotta we get fucking that guy Fiori guy. You know the guy Fiori, who's always eating the food. Him, he's he, he he's he's in the Middle East. Got like white hair, a bit uh, like a, a mustache. You know what I mean? Non-threatening, the whitest guy ever. They'll, they'll bond off that. You know what I mean? He goes in, he does a taste test. And then, and then you'd be like, hey, you got the best hummus, you know what I mean? But you, you've got the best anti-Semitism, so you know what I mean? So, like, like be proud of what you've got and try not and rob from people's heritage. That's what I, that's what I think personally, oh you know God. what I mean? What about... Um, what, uh, and if I'd like to say to all the Hebrew listeners, if yeah. I could give a... Please. Arukatot this thing, Levino, hallowed be thy name. That's a bit of a mix for the Lord's Prayer, but that's the original one, um, as you know, because um, Jesus was a Jew. Um, and Arab, and Brown, by the way. Way. He definitely wasn't white, <laughs> put it that way. He's walking through the desert for how long? You're not going to get a tan? Fuck you and your olive skin as if. He, I, 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 I'm a white guy. I know it's black earlier, but I'm white again now. He he wasn't white. And, um, and I'm, I, I, I'm a Christian, so I, I can say all that shit. You know what I mean? I, like, I, I think he's a good guy. Was he a bit rapey, ten and one in the wine? For sure he was. That's a fucking rapey move. But you know what I mean? You got to do what you got to do. You're out in the lads with the desert for 11 of the boys. You got to have a bit of fun, haven't you? You know what I'm saying? So just cut it out, Palestine. Cut it out. Um, it, 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 we've been going on for too okay. long. I'm sick of Palestine sliding into my DMs. I don't want to get in the mix of it. Um, <laughs> um, obviously. Well, what about this? What about? I know you're into uh, competitive uh, settling things with competitive disputes. We'll actually discuss. You you had a little competitive dispute on the weekend, but you all settled it by the end. What about a shirts and skins match versus uh, Israel versus Palestine? Oh, I like that. Who wins? Um, Shirt versus who, skins. Who's who's skins? Oh, does it matter? Because um, I suppose with I would hair say, grip so, kind of thing. W w which is hairier? Uh, I'd say the Palestinians are. You'd uh, say the Palestinians. I'd say the Israelis have as um, equally, maybe some mostly equally hairy, except they'd probably groom it a little bit more. Okay, so they, they, they can be they can be skins. Okay, because you want the less hair. I would I would say is that traditionally um, that that's court rules? No, no, no. But I but I mean I don't want to be playing against fucking Team Wolf. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like I want to be Team Wolf wants to be naked against their opponent because it is advantageous. And I don't think you use that word correctly. Is it advantage? Advantageous? Is yeah. that right? Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, when you have an advantage, <laughs> we all yeah, oh, we, maybe? yeah, yeah oh, we all learn. Bro, um, usually Tom is shitting on me for my. We're learning so much stuff. That I'm learning what Palestine is and and what advantageous. I have means, no so idea they were nice. fighting over hummus either. Like that's yeah, crazy. this is. I know. But, well, I mean, this. I mean, this is what I hear from the. I uh, keep my ear to the um, to the rabbi. Uh, but, um, uh, well, yeah. Shout out to my uh, Israeli brothers and alhamdulillah to all my uh, Palestinian brothers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sounds like. Um, Allah Akbar to all you scousers. <laughs> <laughs> See, ISIS stole that from us. They don't know. 
That was ours. Al Akbar used to be a <laughs> what defender are you for Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> and then they came along, Al Akbar, we're like, that's ours. <laughs> we were doing it before they were doing it. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> You buy the tremendous funeral celebration. Have you recently attended a funeral and thought to yourself, this is boring. Sounds like they needed the tremendous funeral celebration. At the tremendous funeral celebration, we take your loved one and really figure out a celebratory way to say goodbye in a way that really captures how they live their life. For instance, was your loved one in the circus? We can take their ashes, put them into a cannon and fire them out. Perhaps your loved one was in stocks or investing. We can take their corpse, put it on a cannon, and fire it out. You know, uh, before, I used to just do everything I could to avoid funerals of my friends and loved ones. But now with the tremendous funeral celebration, I can't wait till everyone I know dies. The tremendous funeral celebration. Yeah, no, I, uh, I didn't really know the guy, but um, they say there's going to be a cannon. Yeah, boy, not Michael Jordan. Oh, it's, it's a bit false alarm. It's, it's not nineteen ninety six. Nineteen ninety five. That was that was that was when he came back for that year, two years he retired. His press conference. It was like they were looking up different ways to like you know you do a press like yeah. oh, like oh Michael Jordan's come back and he he publicist gave me ideas. He said scratch your life, just say I'm back. Oh, with, oh, a, oh. with 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 a, it just said I'm back. That was the headline everywhere. My middle name is Jordan, so we are back. Exactly, uh, we are back. We're back. Uh, guys, um, I'm gonna light this joint first. Because, oh yeah, because on my podcast that I want to meet LeBron James podcast. If, the, uh, um, yeah, guys, if, download if, the I want to meet LeBron James podcast. I featured on an episode, but Kyle specifically his episode was called uh, Nate Rob Nate Robinson used to be in the NBA. If you want to watch that, it was me, you, and your boy Omri, wasn't it? That's right, Omri. That was sick. Yeah, um, it was, we got we turned up because you passed out afterwards. I remember that you actually you actually done <laughs> the Nate did, Robinson I challenge. Did. Yeah, you passed out, <laughs> and then you left my your Space Jam jumper in mind for like six months. I did. Only just got it back. I did, I did. But, I only, uh, only just put it in the dirty clothes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I washed it a few times for you, so. Yeah, man, it actually did come back uh, smelling. Came back whiter than white. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's my podcast. I want to meet. And then uh, I, I, I'm obviously a big stoner and, and stuff like that. Um, but I'd never blazed on the pod. I blazed like before or after or whatever, but never during it until my man came on here. Uh -huh. That's why we had to move the studio to the garage so we could blaze inside. MVP. So episode. now I have to return the favor, even though you blaze all the time. I mean, the only the only reason he's taking commercial breaks is for bongs. <laughs> just, just just to let the record show, okay? Just behind the comedy podcast curtain. All right, there's no official sponsor here. Um, if you're wondering what that what that noise in the background is, the, it's not the fucking new Transformers. Coming <laughs> it's him hit Billy's, okay? So he's not sponsored by Decepticons. Listen, man, I've had two comedians uh, in a row out me on this podcast. I've asked Tom, I was like, hey, man, we're not going to address the noises in the background, but they know what they are. And we've had two comedians just blow up my spot on the podcast. Well, I mean, I mean, there's not much spot to blow up. If, if they know me, they know you, then we're blazing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, no, fuck. Uh, so we're lighting a yeah, I thought this mic was a bong. I didn't even know we were doing a podcast. You put it in front of me. I started hitting it. And then you're asking me questions. And I'm like, what are we doing here? I will say this is the first joint actually lit on the Tremendous Podcast. Mm. Are you, there's been bongs ripped and stuff like that. Little but this is the first that, little clip for that. You know what, guys? We're going to do a clink in uh, four, three, 
two, and that is right. Uh, guys, we're celebrating here with my good man, Kyle. Kyle uh, likes to tackle the big issues. Kyle tackles the big issues. And when, whenever I'm uh, looking at Kyle, whenever I find him at a comedy show, he's usually pondering the big issues. He's a philosopher, so to say, which is why I'm going to ask him, um, Kyle, who would you... Uh, I think the big issue is too expensive. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> Shit articles. All depressing. The fucking... The crossword puzzles are oh. always about rubbish and what you find in a skip. Unrelatable. <laughs> I never pictured you as a crossword. Ridiculous, exactly. <laughs> the Sudoku only goes up to three. It's just bullshit. Put in words that you... The shittiest homeless <laughs> magazine ever. It should be this word. <laughs> okay, with a lot of... Um, okay, with the Me Too uh, culture that's going on, the allegations flying around... Uh, in in, in uh, society at the moment. <laughs> I would like to plead the riff, not the fifth. I'd like to please the riff. Can I plead the riff? Whatever I say now, I'm riffing from now on. It could not hope still than the call of law. Listen, the people <laughs> tremendous have already taken you in with open arms. Uh, uh, Kyle Legacy, uh, who would you uh, most like to be me tooed by? Oh, who would you for like to like to be most? If someone had to accuse you of sexual misconduct. Um, oh, I thought you meant who would who would I want to be raped by? That's what I thought you meant. <laughs> no, no. Is that what you're saying? Because I was like, if I wanted to, then it's not raped then. Isn't it? Let's do like, that. Let's do that. Let, okay, let's. Who would you rather be moved, me to by? Like, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking uh, of an accusation, but there's no fun there. Um, who would you rather be uh, assaulted by? Steph Brobridge any day. <laughs> Steph Brobridge could rape me, and I would still go to court, and 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 I'd I'd, I'd be on her side. Sydney, can, <laughs> Sydney can be I would be on her side. <laughs> She'd be like, <laughs> your lawyer's like, Your Honor, uh, Kyle was raped, and you're like, Yes, I was. <laughs> um, Your Honor, um, may the may the defendant high five. <laughs> Good answer. Uh, no, that's terrific. But um, who would? It, what do you mean? Who would I want? I don't. What do you mean by the question? Uh, well, okay, so if you had to go to court and show up and be like, uh, "Hey," and even in the moment of trauma, right? So, so to say, as who would you? Who would you like to be pinned down by and to pretend to fight against or fight against? <laughs> like LeBron could either be doing it, and then you could do some networking during. <laughs> I mean, Le LeBron definitely, but I mean, I'm not fighting against that. I mean, six, eight, two and thirty pounds. If one that you'd have it um, <laughs> and then you could still play 48 minutes afterwards i'm not going to put up put up much of fight like <laughs> no, yeah. I, I will point out kyle is a big fan of uh lebron james that's why it's the uh Le meet lebron i, yeah, I want to meet lebron james podcast that's right um okay i feel like you answered my question sufficiently uh, can you, i mean I, I don't think i did give me more i still don't understand it <laughs> like what woman i'd like to be right by in comedy is that what you're saying well look i i came up with it a couple minutes before you arrived so let's move on i'll tell you i'll tell <laughs> you, really I'll tell you julia wilson oof oh yeah she i mean julia wilson is, is a fucking wet she's a beast isn't she you know what i mean but then but then again on stage but then again it's not right yes. i'd love it i'd be like this is great like so <laughs> You'd be like, who, so, so who are you managed by? But I guess I mean, most people would say the the ghost Dave Chappelle, but I wouldn't want to be raped by Dave Chappelle. Like, you know what I mean? It's like his heart's not in it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> um, a lot of people uh, don't know this. I'm, I'm going to try and do a quick little description of Carl Legacy. Carl Legacy uh, can be found on uh, the basketball seat, uh, basketball courts of Sydney. Um, so usually the uh, and and Perth from Monday onwards for the next right. five weeks. Yep, yep. Usually on the bench. Um, riding, <laughs> riding the bench, but you know, Kyle likes to play pickup games all over. He also has an afro. Um, he has an afro, even though he is from uh, Liverpool in England, yeah. and um, 
I was going to ask you, what did you did you have an afro uh, before or after you got into black culture? <laughs> <laughs> you said that it was it was a serious question, but such a roast at the same time. Um, no, it came in just after the afro and just before the fog life tattoo on my chest, <laughs> uh, right in between there. Did you start with a bandana tied around your forehead? <laughs> in the, uh, of course, yeah, that was a given. Um, bandana beforehand. I used to have wear tracky bottoms. I'd put one leg up. Um, I used to have shares in Kangol. Oh Kangol, sorry. That, <laughs> that is, that, that's fucking hilarious. The, the shin up kind of thing, that's more like an Australian lad. You know, like Australian lads, like the bullies, like the little fucking rats that run around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, well, that's the funny thing. It's like, this is an afro, but as soon as I get back to Liverpool, it's a ketwig. So because What's I, a ketwig? So, so, yeah, this is breaking around. If any scouts, you already know what a fucking ketwig <laughs> is. But So, growing up, I had like... Like, started with, like, a skinhead. Like, everybody had a skinhead, you know what I mean? All lads and that. So it was about 14. I've got to see photos of that. 14, and then, obviously, you'll get into girls and stuff like that. I see you like, um... <laughs> Did you, were you into the Ben Shermans? Were you, were I you went into the Shermans? Nah, but there was a phase where you, you'd catch me in a pink t-shirt. You'd catch me in a pink t-shirt. Pink t-shirt, yellow t-shirt or whatever. Like the birds would love it. Like it was all about what the birds would of love, course, really. Of like, course, of course. So I started spiking the air and that. Like fucking Zach Braff from fucking um, Scrubs. Scrubs. JD, yeah. Oh my like goodness. that that sort of stuff, yeah. Um, the, I did say uh, and that got me that got me making out with girls that got me that got me fi- I fingered a girl with that haircut so I was like that's alright that's alright you know what I mean but um, so shout out to Lydia um, I love, we love a name we love a real name I couldn't remember podcast. the last name but I knew a dad used to drive the Garston Circle on my bus to 266 uh, because I was like I know this guy when I met his daughter and then and then I broke up with her and then I started to get the bus every day and when it was just me at that bus stop he would drive past every time but it, when it was over people he had to stop but when it was just me he was driving past that some bitch for sure he hated me he after that he gave you the middle finger and you just held up uh, two yeah, yeah, like yes. your daughter <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this guy doesn't even know how to flip me off properly. He's like, you gotta open those fingers. I'm like, nah, you know, yeah. Um, it was, yeah, I remember it because we watched Click, the movie Click with Adam Sandler. Yeah. And then uh, I did a finger Did there. you cry? But, that uh, way you broke up. <laughs> what? I, I, I remember I was in the cinema watching Click thinking I was just watching an Adam Sandler movie. And then there was a father son dying scene at the end. And I was like, I, 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 I'm falling apart right now. <laughs> my, uh, my hand was wet, but not from wiping tears. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, so. Um, so... No, but I mean, I can't, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, I, I, I remember not even watching that movie. I was just like thinking, like, how do I start kissing her? I you know what I mean? Like, cannot like, relate e- with e- that e- more. Even when you were, like, dating somebody. I cannot relate Like, with now that it's more. like you just kiss your girlfriend, you know what I mean? Whatever, like, but, like, and, like grab a chin or she kiss you, mm. you know what I mean? But back then, like, you're 14, 15, it's like, yes. even though you, like, you'd literally, we'd got a disco, it was like, Frenzies, he was called, like... Like we were like under sixteen, it was like under under eighteen. So you'd be like, and or like, well, you wouldn't go when you were seventeen. I mean, like under sixteen, so you'd go there, and like sometimes you get like a cheeky smear off ice or whatever as the bartender was cool, and you looked a bit older or something like that. <laughs> and um, but normally you go there and to make out with girls or necking, we call it necking. Necking. So we go there and be like, who can neck the most chicks? So it'd be like eleven. Like <laughs> I, I had like thirteen in one night or something Ooh. like different chicks. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> maybe I'm responsible for COVID. If we're looking back, and I don't know, but <laughs> so and and, and literally. We just go up and it'd be like the worst. They'd be like, "Oh, can my friend neck you?" And then they'd be like, "Yeah." And then we just meet in the middle of that and with amazing neck for as long as we wanted. Then and just how walk off and never speak. You know what I mean? You'd never get the name. You'd never speak. That's amazing. You know what I mean? Like you, it was like people were just there for that. Like she had a school. You just look well. it up and down. It was like yeah, it was like literally like 
I mean, it was, it was trial by fire. Like, literally, they'd be like, no. <laughs> or they'd be like, yeah. Yes. And then if they said no, then all your boys are around and all like, ah, you that's know what I mean? So, so it's like, like, you're like trying to hit on this girl with a fucking audience, would you? And shit, you know epic. what I mean? So, no wonder you're it's so loud music, so you can't really dance. Yeah. <laughs> so we do that. And then, um, and then. How uh, old are you at this point? How old are you at this point? Sorry. Oh, it's like 14, 15 or 14, something. 14, 15. And you, yeah. did you say it was in the pub kind of thing or in a club kind oh, of thing? Oh, it was like, it was it was the uh, uni- Hope University. So it was their student bar, okay. like a university student bar. But then like one Thursday of the month, it became the frenzy. Uh, and okay. they'd have phone parties there. They'd have like crazy shit, but for like young kids and mm, all that. Mm, mm. And then we'd rock up. Like I remember this one time, uh, my mum's boyfriend, Keith, dropped us off in like his convertible. So me and Chris Casty got out. We're balling now. You know what I mean? We just got out of a fucking... <laughs> we're just like, see you later. We'll see you later. Pick us up in a bit, like making a scene. You know what I mean? With this car. Like even when <laughs> sick cars used to drive past the bus stop, I'd be like, mum, mum, I'm over here. Ah, she, she'll come back around. You know what I mean? Just anything to get the foot in the door. Because it'd be like, you'd be on the same, you'd be on the same buses with these girls. Like we'd all get in on our blazers or black blazers. They'd come in in their green blazers if it was Belvedere or St. Hilda's was purple, you know what I mean? Yeah. Our bit, Archbishop Blanche. Yeah. Like I made out, my first girl I made out with was Jordan, the Nelly Dilemma song. Bro, one of the first girls I made out with was named Jordan. That's badass. That's Jordan's a sick name. I know, woman, I, had, yeah. I had a crush on her for ages. Then the next time I saw her, she was the worst looking. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. She peaked in, 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 in high school? It's almost like I was preparing. I was like, the next time I meet Jordan, I'm going to be really good looking. And I outgrew her. Oh, I like <laughs> it that. was like, nice. I was like, I've left you behind, Jordana. <laughs> Jordana. <laughs> Jordana. I just like this. I think it was the first girl that I met with a, with a guy's name that had a lot of confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like uh, a guy named Sue that could kick the shit out of you kind of thing. Okay. I'm just like, I like this guy. Oh, yeah, fine. That's the manliest name in China. But as soon as he gets us some atmosphere, you're having a bad time, lad, I'll tell you. Oi, speaking of Sue, um, <coughs> one of the funniest things that you ever told me was- We got to finish off. What was the what was the question? Oh, See, shit. we're riffing My too apologies. far. Yeah, yeah. I'm so let me get back fun. to it. So it was like, yeah, oh, should I, we, I should we make out with this shit? So I had Spiker here. Then I went to- then after that, I straightened it for a bit. If I'd go to parties, oh, I had yeah, long yeah, and I'd yeah, straighten yeah. it because girls love straightened hair. And then after that, I like broke. 17 onwards, I was like just afro from then on, really. Like straightening a bit Isn't before I went so to weird uni. That you're about to straighten. I got my hair chemically straightened when I was a kid because I had it so good. That was, that was, yeah, like literally now it's like, like now I love having curls. But back then I didn't want curls, you know what I mean? I hated Because nobody curls. had curls, but now it's like, it's sick nobody's got curls because I've got the curls. <laughs> my you know mum I mean? would tell me, she'd be like, oh, later you're going to want your curls. That's what like, my mum used to say mom, to me. You're yo. wrong, mum. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but my mum had big Tina Turner hair as well but she'd straighten ears i'm like you're straightening ears mom i remember one time was like like the epitome was like i think i got a pair of ghds for christmas so then it was like then ghds what are they like straighteners Oh. Like that's when it's gone too far. Cause I couldn't straighten me on it. Me and my mom had to do it. So when I got a party, so I'm one of them, they'd straighten me I here. got a straightener for and Christmas then, one exactly, year. Exactly, yes, <laughs> lad. From one of the females in my family. I don't know if it was my mom or my sister, but they were yeah, like, yeah. Well, you are a bitch and stop using my head. That my was head. my mom. She'd be like, she'd be like, stop using my head. But I couldn't do it. So when I went to uni, obviously living away from home, I couldn't straighten it anyway. So I just left the afro and then obviously Bitches love the afro anyway, so it was so sad. Like, and then that was like my trademark as well. You know it was I mean? weird because like a lot of comedians. But a cat wig, a cat wig, is is an afro, but it's like a cat wig like ketamine. Yeah. So now all like the scally scallies used to have skinheads like me growing up. Now they all got fucking afros like this. Really? So I used to get fucking beaten up for looking like this. So when wait, I was younger, it's like a skull cap, like a black dude's wear. No, like a cat wig is an afro. 
A kit wig is an actual, it's an hairdo. Yeah, it's like my hairdo now, an ah. afro. Like, it's just curly hair, afro. Mine's a bit neater with the with the fade. This oh. is a bit, like, Kerry, obviously. And so tons of white guys over in uh, Liverpool have that same sort of hair? Well, yeah. I think it's something to do with, honestly, because, like, Liverpool is a big, like, slave trade port and mm. stuff like that. Mm. We, are, like, we have a slavery museum, for fuck's sake, which mm. is ridiculous. Mm. And, um... So, so I think it's so, honestly so because there's a lot of like, like even like my mom is like fucking tans amazing. Like literally, like w- when we go on holiday, people think she's fucking Spanish mm. or Dominican or something like that. Like, yeah. like so there's a lot of people have curly hair. So it's maybe something to do with that. With obviously the African pe- people coming in, like crossbreeding or whatever, um, stuff like that. So and like that's fucking so, so now they all have it. So like back in the day, they used to beat me up. Now they're like. Um, Fucking asking for hair advice and shit. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like now they're like nodding at me, like, oh yeah, that's sick. You know what I mean? The way black people nod at each other when they see each other, we're like, oh yeah, nice afro. And that, have like, you seen the video of the Asian guys? There's like multiple videos of Asian guys that want to have black hair, and they do the they they have this whole press process of tying the little um little groups of hair up, little groups of hair like like you grab yeah. a patch of hair and you tie it up with individual elastic bands, and so that you can make um. Pardon me. What are they called again? Fucking um, like it's like a f- uh, fade or what? What do black, what do black guys call like a neat cut of like curls kind of thing? Um. Oh, I mean, I mean, I, that, that, that's just that's just how the hair is. So like, like, see my afro. It's like loose curls. It's like nappy. Nappy's like insulting, no nappy right? is when nappy is when it's like not done well. So mine gets nappy if it's too long at the back. Yeah. Because you sleep on it at the back, it gets yeah, stuck yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Kind of gets dready, like so it gets together. Is that so why you constantly have to like you, you pick it out? Like guys wear a do rag kind of thing is so that they can maintain the hair while they I sleep. Think, and shit. I think that's I think that's more for the waves now. Like that waves is the new thing that's come mm. come out. Like you know when they get the it looks like an actual fucking wave you know what i mean like it's wavy so i think that's what they do they push it forward then they have that and it sets it once they put the stuff in it but i mean i don't know because my hair is not like that how funny would a segment be uh carl legacy explains black hair oh my lord i mean i get all my news from world (laughs) world star hip-hop baby i'll tell you can i melbourne's on lockdown is it i don't know because the baby just dropped a new album guys (laughs) if if you better pray that i can actually get the wherewithal to pull this together before he has to go but to perth kind of thing we try and get the first episode of Carl uh, Legacy Explains Black People. <laughs> because we Paul were- Mooney's gone now. R.I.P. It's up to me. <laughs> it's up to me. Paul, I'll take it over for you, lad. Oh, bro. Now we have to pour out a drink for Paul. Oh, oh fuck. We got to- Three, two, one. No, can we pour it out in- the window here? No, no, it takes away from- Where the- do we pour it? I'm we just do a tiny little splash. A tiny little fucking splash. Tiny little- Bam, perfect, bam. There you go. Alpha Paul Mooney, rest Jesus in peace. Jesus Christ, you've got to do it. She's probably put a mini on the floor. <laughs> um, you got to show love to the greats. But yeah, there was not, but it, and I'm not, I just like basketball, I got an afro. That's why people think that it's <laughs> no. fucking, that, that I'm trying to be black, but it's like, I, I just like basketball, people, I got an afro. That, a lot of people in things. the Sydney comedy scene that you think that you were one way and then uh, you got hit by a school bus full of black kids. And uh, then you were one way the other afterwards. <laughs> what do you mean? They just all came into me or something? What do you mean? Is that? You came just, into me? That sounds you weird. Just changed. That? <laughs> uh, guys, we got the fucking. Like, 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 like <laughs> instead of falling like in a vat of like nuclear power waste to get like, I just fell in like a vat of like Kool Aid or something like that or whatever you're saying. Like, I just fell in a big tub of cocoa butter. That's just a way and then better I just came joke out. than I don't use cocoa butter. Cocoa That's butter's bagging. You fell in a vat of, of cocoa Kool-Aid. butter. Kool Aid. And then I came out and I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I go in there like, as the fuck boy with the straight hair come out and I'm like, fuck God, Kelly. That is all a that. way better joke than oh, mine. Oh, oh man, guys, that sounds like it's time for another ad. 
by the tremendous International Joke Thief organization. Have you just begun your lucrative career in stand-up comedy? Are you finding that the jokes that you wrote in your bedroom aren't hitting at the open mics quite the way you planned? Sounds like you need the Tremendous International Joke Thief Organization. At the Tremendous International Joke Thief Organization, we employ joke thieves around the world, stealing jokes and translating them around the clock so that you here in Australia can benefit and get those laughs that you do not deserve. Before the Tremendous International Joke Thief Organization, I couldn't even get a single laugh. Now Anthony Skinner books me. To the show. Uh, guys, we're going to be so To the show. <laughs> to the show. The energy's dipped from the start, hasn't it? At the start. It always like, does. You're ready to win a million dollars. It always does. Listeners, I'm, look under your seat now. I'm always excited, and then I'm like, we've taken a lot of breaks. We're just in comp- we're enjoying each other's company, and now I'm just, uh, I'm just chill. I'm, chill. I'm, I'm relaxed. I'm chilled. And I'm also a lot more drunk at this point. So I'm like, oh, the energy's uh, been... I didn't expect you to answer that question. Quite frankly, that was more of a riff. That was. <laughs> it's actually. It's like well, the body temperature has dropped quite a, quite a bit. So pheromones it going a, to work. Oh and, my god! Yeah. It was a question out of insecurity. Well, like, high as shit. Well, you're, you're, is you're, the you're, answer. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm, I'm definitely. Uh, I'm definitely. Uh, anyway, uh, so we got, <laughs> we got the instrument. So guys, this is the joke of the week. Guys, it is the joke of the week time <laughs> with Kyle Legacy. Uh, Kyle is going to try and break the Kevlar. Uh, and uh, Kyle, have you got a street joke for us? Got a street joke for me? They're going to say, I'm told this is not mine, but um, if anyone asks me, like, you know, when people come to you, oh, tell me a joke, like, fucking whatever. Uber, well, not Uber drivers, but like people or whatever. It's one of the worst and things. And you just, you just, like, just tell them a joke. You one know of the I mean? worst like, things you can and say. It's a racist joke, but yeah. I mean, like, it's not my joke. And, like, it's just so ridiculous that it's like it's like like uh, like comedians would do this like in, in Benidorm there's probably a comedian on stage saying this joke right now like it, it, outrageous but um but it it uh, like it, it I know because it happened to my uncle that's why okay. so so but other people tell it and then it's grow that legend from that but but it, like I know this that's the story that's the true story um <laughs> and because my uncle used to work in a rough school and he was teaching geography in um in Liverpool and um. He, he he was asking a kid where Pakistan is, and he pointed out the window and he said he's out there playing with Paki Steve. <laughs> <laughs> the Kevlar has been broken. All the piercing rounds. I didn't even see it coming. <laughs> you gotta add the saddle, baby. <laughs> oh my god, that is tremendous. <laughs> Tremendously <laughs> racist. I apologize. <laughs> All the Pakistani people in the world. Pakistan, I love you. <laughs> book about um time and space and like different dimensions on stage kind of thing and you said i didn't understand what i was reading it sounded like i was putting a hex on myself <laughs> literally with just these words that i've never heard of in this order that i've never said them but it was just like, <laughs> like a lot of that and- so-